Welcome to the Cape Verse Podcast. I'm your host Seb, and with me is my co-host Thomas, and today we will be talking about the Hawkeye miniseries on Disney+. Plus. How excited are you, Thomas? I say this every week, but I, I am I am excited to talk about this. Jeff, um, any other emotions? I, you know, it's, it's funny, Seb, I don't often decide a topic that I'm not excited about. <laughs> That's true. That, is, that is sort of a pointless question to ask you, I suppose. I just needed something yeah, else. I'm, I, it was my idea to talk about this. I'm not going to be like, oh, I fucking hate this. I guess well, we should talk about it. Like, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about something you enjoy. There you go. Happy. We do have another special guest with us this week, ladies and gentlemen. A famed Hawkeye expert, Louis. Welcome back. I mean, no, this is your first time. I met you guys last week at the Hawkeye convention. That's the first time I've met you, so I, I don't know what you're done about. But <laughs> Yeah, we just got, we plucked you off the street. We were like, he looks like a massive Hawkeye fan. It's because I was wearing the costume and carrying the bow, right? That was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had a big sign up of your head as well saying, I am the number one expert on Hawkeye. I know everything about him. Ask me anything about Hawkeye and I can answer it. Yeah, yeah, true. That's completely true. Yeah. Well, I think I think throughout the podcast, every now and then, Louis, I'm going to ask you a bit of trivia about Hawkeye, and we'll um, we'll just put that to the test. How does that sound? I, I that, that sounds perfect. Like I said, I am. <laughs> good luck, China. Good luck, China. I'll beat me though. Um, I know everything. Uh, well, that, I'm I'm happy to discover this with you. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about Hawkeye. It's um, it was a six episode series. Which seems to be about the average length of these um these there's nothing, shows. Yeah, there's nothing longer than six episodes, is there? Apart from what if one 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 division was nine episodes. I take it all back. That was the first one. That was the first. It doesn't seem like I'm the expert I'm made out to be. I'm just here because I have free time. You're just a fucking gearhead. I you set it up. That's it. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you've ever been made out to be an expert, Seb. You know, you are an expert on mundane shit. And I mean that in the nicest way because every time we do one of these, you're like, you know the actor? Oh, he was yeah. In, I've actually, um... He was in Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Chuck is a great show. But for this for this series, uh, sorry to disappoint you, but I have no facts. So the one... You no fun facts. No, the one thing I'm good at... I've got I a fun fact. To do. I've got a fun fact. What is it? And we'll get, we'll get into it as we go. Oh, okay. Um, before we get into this series... Uh, Thomas, do you have anything you'd like to share about the last episode? Because it seems like we have a new trend. Before we get into the current episode, you have to talk about something in the last episode. Anything of that? I, I've done that. I've done that one time. Well, guess what? I, <laughs> is, is it going to happen again? Is it going to happen again today? It it, it is going to happen. It is. Again, so it's, yeah. it's turning <laughs> into a trend. Um, I, I just because it's like. An Easter, I, I rewatched uh, No Way Home last night, and there's an Easter egg I saw that I don't think anyone else has seen because I've not seen anyone else talk about it. Uh, to the point where I'm not even convinced it's real. Maybe I hallucinated, but I'm pretty sure in the background there's a scene where they're in Spider Man's apartment. Whatever. Mm. It, it's a bit where he uses his spider sense. Yeah. But in the background of that scene, you can see, you know, that model town of the Stark Expo from Iron Man 2? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know when, yeah, you yeah, know when yeah, he discovers yeah, yeah, yeah. the element and he's yeah. got that big model? Yeah, that listening. model of that Stark Expo is in the background. It's like propped up against the wall. Oh. But yeah, that's, I, it's just a literally, I'm not going to get into too many details. Louis's not seen the film yeah, yet. Yeah, I was going to comment on Thank you. It's, Thank you. And I, and I the don't... Fir, the first time... So. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that... Uh, 
It's just because I saw it last night and I thought, I don't think I've heard anyone else talk about that. I think it's because there's other stuff going on at the time that you don't really focus on the background. True, true. Well, if you want, we we could tweet it on our Twitter account. See what I did there. Moving on. So, uh, famed Hawkeye expert, Louis. Uh, No, we're moving on, Seth. We're moving on. Uh, Guys, guys, I just want to shout out that we have a Kate Bruce Twitter account. Come follow us. Louis, expert, go. Uh, so yeah, what did you think? Of you the didn't show, ask though? a question. <laughs> I was I was a little bit mixed because, in serious, going into it, I'm, I I wasn't really the biggest fan of uh, Jeremy Renner in general. Oh, plus, your um, mum's white and your dad's uh, Mexican, isn't he? So um, we're going to cut that out. That was a racist joke. <laughs> <laughs> Louis just said he didn't like Jeremy Renner, and you just go, yeah, because your no, mum and dad's mixed. No, no he, he said he was a bit mixed. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Louis, what did you think of the Hawkeye series? I, I'm completely certain uh, that I don't. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I was I was a little bit mixed about it because I'm not the biggest fan of um, Jeremy Renner. So I think seeing him in general is a little bit. I, I'm, I'm never. I was never really the biggest fan of him. Like his acting, so like uh, see when you had the emotional scenes with the family, yeah. Um, in the very beginning, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but it's too late now. Um, see when you when they were having that, it was, when they were at the Chinese restaurant, yeah, yeah. It just felt so wooden. I like I, I liked I liked the rest of the series. I thought the series was mm. really well done. I thought it was some really nice little um, like Easter eggs and parts of it. But it was just it, it was just he's a bit wooden when it comes to like emotional scenes. It got better as it got on, but that first episode, it was almost painful. These... It's like he almost got into the swing of things. Yeah. Were these emotional scenes like torture for you every time he had to shed a tear? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound certain. <laughs> to be fair, it was weird the way you asked that, Seb. Not going to lie. I was just generally asking, like, is his acting that bad? That it was just torture. <laughs> It felt like you were setting him up for downfall. Though. No, 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 no. Like, like, yeah, like, you, you just shut me up? Or... No. Well, literally, answer that question however you feel is right. Just say it from the heart. It, I, I just didn't feel sad. I just, <laughs> he, he just didn't, like, like when he was, See, when he had I, his I, hearing aid out and the, the kid, and he was talking to the kid in the oh, phone, yeah, tearful, yeah. it was so sad. And, like, it got progressively better as it went on, but, mm-hmm. like, the first episode just, he felt so, like, emotionless. Yeah. I know he's meant to be a train killer, but... Thomas, your thoughts? Yeah, because I, I, I agree with that. I, I think that's my favourite scene when he's, he can't hear his kid's voice, especially when his oh, son says... God. Like, oh, you don't have to be here for Christmas, and he's like, "Hey, it's it's just it's just good to hear your voice, even though he can't." I was like, yeah. oh, "Oh, it's such a good scene." And I think the what's what's good about these um, Disney Plus shows is that they don't seem to have the same problem the Marvel movies do, where every emotional scene is undercut with a joke, mm-hmm. which happens a lot, yeah. especially in like Thor Ragnarok and stuff. Whereas these shows, because they've got more time, they seem to actually let certain emotional beats they stretch it actually out. linger. Mm. Um, but I, I, I do think you're right. I do think he's a little wooden with his um, his kids in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I also I kind of just took that as like he's still dealing with Black Widow's death. Mm-hmm. And uh, like yeah. we said, we're going into full spoilers. We're not going to pussyfoot around it. <laughs> um, but uh, in the opening. Like scenes of the the show, they're at Rogers the musical, 
um, yes. which I thought was kind of yeah. fun. I thought it was cringy. <laughs> I really thought that was cringy as anything. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, but it's supposed it. to be I, cringy. I know. It's, it's just oh, too much I, for me. Because it's meant to be cringy, isn't it? Which is, he leaves because mm. it, it's cringy and a little insensitive. And I think, like, the fact that he's, like, wooden with his kids after that, he's trying to put on a brave face. He's trying to be, like, happy and positive because it's meant to be Christmas. But he's still missing uh, Natasha. It didn't feel out of place. It felt like, oh, that's that's a reaction he'd have. I wasn't sat there going, wow, mm. he's this this guy who's lost his best friend. He should fucking smile a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, uh, it was just like it, it was just when he was with his family, though. I mean, like you think like he'd be a bit more. It just felt like he didn't know his kids. It, it just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. It just sure. it just felt like the kids were literally just put in front of him, almost as if he'd been cast a few days before. Like... <laughs> no, he's actually acted alongside those kids as well because they were all in Endgame. Yeah, of course. Well, it doesn't then, feel like. It. But I suppose <laughs> I suppose you could say that the reason why he feels so disconnected from his children is they blipped away. So that's like five oh, years. Oh yeah, it did spend five yeah, years away without from his them. Kids, so of course, uh, isn't that why they're yeah. together in the first place without the mum? So that they can rebuild that that relationship that they had before the blip. Yeah, oh. I think that, I think that's the idea. Okay. That's actually a good point, okay. Seb. Mm. Makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I mean, I I too thought oh, the well, first don't... thing he does, <laughs> thank, thank you, is put him in a taxi and fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'd agree that the beginning episode was a bit odd. I wasn't. I remember messaging you, Thomas, after the first episode. I was like, "It's perfectly okay," you know. I wasn't like rushing to watch the second one. Yeah, because I I suppose the first episode because they released episode one and two the same day. I didn't like watch episode one and then have to wait a week for episode two. I watched one and two back to back, so they kind of blended into one yeah. for me. I think episode two is more interesting because they they put. Hawkeye and our new character Kate Bishop together oh, yeah. which is kind of like the the drawing factor of the show is to see mm. Hawkeye sort of pass things on towards yeah. uh, his successor which I suppose leads on to the fact of what did you guys think of Kate Bishop in this series I think I thought it was good I mean like she, she played the privileged white girl really well which is what she is isn't she really yeah, she is. She she reminds me of a lot of people we know. So uh, <laughs> I won't name names, but I was, there was a couple of things she was doing where I was like, "Hmm, I know people like you in real life." For, for example, <laughs> we're not getting into that. But I think the actual, uh, I think the character, I think um, Kate Bishop. She's she's very different than she is in the comics. In the comics, she's more stoic. And more skilled than Clint. Clint, oh, okay. in the in the comics, he's kind of like a more comedic character. He sort of jokes around with everyone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take himself as seriously as like the MCU Hawkeye. So the dynamics different in the comic. In the comic, she's the one being like, "You need to label your arrows. You need to do this. You need to do that." And he's just <laughs> kind of like, "Eh, whatever. Fucking, I'm just the best shot in the world." Blah 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 blah. So blah. they switch them. In the show, it's different. Yeah. They give her the more naive, kind of aloof personality, mm. and he's more the stoic type, which I think makes sense in this universe, especially if, like, Jeremy Renner's going to pack it in one day and she's going to take on the mantle and yeah. become, you know, the new Hawkeye. I mean, I was expecting that to happen at the end of this series. Like, 
swinging more the way of Kate Bishop's going to take the mantle instead of them finishing the series with those two. We going are off. jumping way ahead. Second episode to everything. <laughs> second episode. So Louis guys... not even finished his point on a Rogers the musical. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still in the first ten minutes, mate. Like <laughs> jumping way to the end. Oh dear. But no, I just I, I think that character worked well in this series. I'm excited to see more of that character. And I think Hayley yeah. Steinfeld did a really good job. Oh, I thought she was great. And Hayley Steinfeld, who yeah. was also in the Bumblebee movie. She was. And she. the voice of Gwen Stacy she in was. Spider-Verse. Yeah. No way. Yeah, we did a little Hayley Steinfeld double bill back when they came out, didn't we, Seb? We did, yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, we that went to the cinema. We saw so Bumblebee. Creepy. And then... <laughs> oh, yeah, so we did. Oh, I'm actually remembering. There we go, oh, Seb. When we were in Edinburgh. Oh, yes. With um, uh, Bruce's friend. What's his face? I love that that implies that when you said, yeah, we did beforehand, you had no idea what I was talking about. A classic yeah, Seb move. I, I generally had no idea. I was just, I was, yes, I'm not going to lie. I generally thought it was like one of those times where we were in your flat just watching films back to back. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just... And I like how you we, did, like, we you went, went with Bruce's friends as if the audience will know who that is. Bruce is an expert <laughs> No, in, Bruce, um, no, if, if you've listened to the podcast, Bruce has had a cameo. <laughs> he has had a cameo. And also, uh, yeah. Bruce is famed Transformers expert, so we'll bring him on for the Transformers. Oh, yeah, we've got we've got Rise of the Beast coming out soon. Yeah. We're going to bring him on for that. Yeah, so but that's, that's fucking not important right now. He hasn't even finished this point and we're talking about future episodes. Just let's let him finish. Tell me what you think about Rogers the Musical, Louis. I think it's the best part of the whole series. <laughs> I um... <laughs> now, what, what I was going to say, right, in a universe where they've literally got tech that does pretty much anything, right, they still can't, they still have a painted green man as a Hulk, they can't. They didn't. They didn't build some complex costume. They just painted a man but green. It's Broadway. And him about the stage. It's Broadway. Are those yeah, fucking it's, it's shit Broadway. It it's... I highly <laughs> doubt. A little right, bit better. Stark Industries. <laughs> I highly doubt that Stark Industries is going to like fund Rogers the Musical. <laughs> I don't think they're going to like design high tech costumes I mean, and shit the, for the Larpers costumes were better than fucking that shit, and they were just people. I. <laughs> I don't people. remember if um, I don't remember if it's mentioned in the show, but I think the the reason why he's there seeing that musical at all, I think it was like the director or the writers or something were talking about the fact that like he was invited to go see it. Oh, um, like it's oh, like an opening that's... night or just a preview screen or something, and he was invited Painful. to go see the musical, mm. which I don't think they actually mentioned in the show. But it also kind of I'm sort of glad they didn't mention that mm. because if he did get invited. Does that mean that, like, the others didn't get invited? Did Bruce Banner get invited and just not turn up? Would all Avengers get invited? Like, Avengers that weren't even in the New York battle? Yeah, does Doctor Strange get the whole crowd? Because The whole in... crowd was just Avengers. <laughs> yeah. It was future Avengers that time-travelled back. <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, another fun detail, again, nothing plot-wise. Louis, don't worry. But you see billboards for this musical in No Way Home. Yeah, that was quite nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're both in New York. It's like a couple seconds at the start, I think. Mm-hmm. At the um, very start, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. But it's uh, it's fun that it's two Marvel stories that are set in New York have little connective tissue like that. Yeah. Um, it's it's nicely done. 
Nice. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, is that is that is that all you wanted to say about Rogers the Musical? Yeah, that was it. Is that I mean, you, it, it, you annoyed that it, they painted a man green? I think they should have just put a bit more effort in. That's all. They should have had a CGI oh, Hulk. They should have CGI had a, in real time CGI Hulk on stage. Just did you bit, guys like the fact that the post credit scene was just? No, I got really pissed off at that. Did you see the post credit scene, Louis? Oh. Remind me the, what it is. <laughs> it's the, basically... The post credit scene, it was just that song from Rogers the Yeah, Musical. the full song. So you see it in, in its entirety. Oh, really? Yeah, I was oh, very... Oh, okay, no, I did, and I'm very glad I didn't. I was very disappointed. And was it not like a Marvel, uh, like, Merry Christmas to the audience? Like, Merry Christmas from Marvel, here's Roger the Musical. It was yeah, just it a was bit... Yeah, like, because they said, they said Happy Holidays <laughs> to be inclusive. Yeah. And then... Um, they uh they re- they released a, oh, just a, just... a musical number. I think I think it was it was smart to release the musical number or to at least have it in its entirety, because they've had to build the sets, they've had to choreograph, they've had to write the song, and if you put all that effort for just like a couple lines in episode <laughs> one, you'd be a bit disheartened if you'd been in the musical number. But at the same time, they should have had that be the post credit scene of episode one or episode two and had an actual post yeah. scene for this it's... because they had none throughout the rest of the series Mm-mm. and the fact that this is their one little post credit thing i think it was a bit of like a waste of time yeah and it's the last not everyone cares about musicals you no. know it was the last disney plus series of the year last marvel disney plus series of the year and you just thought you know anything better than a bloody musical I mean, in fairness, they've given us so many good, so much good content, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. If yeah. they want to give us, if they want to give us a musical, most... we can set the fuck down and just watch it. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean, like they did so much for us this year, we can't complain. Like, <laughs> but between the TV shows and the movies, we've had nine MCU projects this year, including What If. Is that the um, most ridiculous we've ever had? That is the most nice. Yeah, because usually, usually you'd get like two, maybe three movies a year. Yeah. This has tripled the amount of Marvel <laughs> content you usually get. Uh, then we had four movies in the space of six months, and we've had five TV shows over the course of the year. But how dare they not give us a final cutscene? My God! <laughs> <laughs> they even, they've even released a trailer for Doctor Strange 2, which comes out in five months. Seb, is it not enough to have nine MCU projects? Must we have more? Um, I'd like to end the year on an even number. You know, ten. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> just squeeze one out in the last few days. You know, just, just a uh... just a mini short. You know, if they can if they can do a Ted Lasso animated, you know, Christmas special, they can do something from you know Marvel can do something similar. I hope they do the little one shots again. I know this, we're getting oh, sidetracked, yeah, right. but it would be since you do the short movies for Pixar, it'd be nice if Marvel would do the that one shots nice. they used to do back that in like nice. Phase One, Phase Two. Yeah. Um, so, at least look, Disney you've got Plus. four days. You can start making one. Oh, if you start now, you can make your own. I'm gladly. I'll happily take that challenge on. <laughs> That's four days, including today, by the way. <laughs> Once yeah, you've you got to this, start, you go, right? <laughs> you have to start like as soon as possible. You have to find one of the actors' uh, contact information. You'll have to fly to America. They're not going to fly to you. You'll have to fly out to. You can have a, we can have a Zoom call. It'll be fine. You know. You can, borrow my sh- you, you can borrow my shitty little Canon camera if you want for uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holding it. <laughs> if, if you guys could make one MCU shot to go on Disney+, Plus, what would it be? I was going to say Donald Duck, not Donald Duck. 
Um, Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Different Disney, mate. Like. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. I think that'd be fun. Um, and what would Howard the Duck do? Um, do Howard the Duck things. To be honest, I don't really know much about the character. It's just... <laughs> It was one round a pond. And... Um, it was the first character that popped into my head, you know? Um, something wild. <sighs> Louis, what would you, uh, what would you <laughs> like to make? What would you like I to I think make? for me, make. purely because I don't think they're going to do it in like movie or TV show form, I'd like to see the many personalities of the Hulk. Oh. Um, I see, think that'd be interesting. Because they don't, they don't do really a little short film where they're all talking to each other. Yes, yes. That'd be good. I, I'd enjoy that. Like inside his mind or something. Yeah, yeah it do... starts off with Hulk, but then it like... You have like uh, Joe Fixit and uh, yeah, Planet yeah. Breaker um, Hulk, whatever he's called. I, I have a question. Uh, what, what's this got to do I, with I, Hulk? I've not, said, I've, I've not said what I want to do, Seb. Uh, Just fuck up, Seb. Do you mind? So Thomas, what would you do? <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, I'd want to. I'd do a short film about a couple Shield agents catching that weird snow monster thing that was stuck on Earth after Thor two. Do you guys not remember oh, that? No, not really. It was like you know when they at the end of Thor two when they're fighting the Dark Elf Malekith and they're all, all the portals are open into the different world. One of the portals opens up to Jotunheim, and one of the big like monster beasts from Jotunheim comes through the portal and get stuck on Earth. And the post credit scene of that film, like the very last one, is like him running through the streets of London chasing birds, and then it's never mentioned again. So I'd want to do a short film where it's like S.H.I.E.L.D. agents throwing Nick Fury, throwing some scrolls, whatever, but they like are like hunting down that beast to capture it and send it back to Jotunheim. That would be quite um, good. That would be really fun. Back to Hawkeye. <laughs> Seb doesn't so... give a shit. I like it, man. Don't you worry, Seb. Uh... Thank, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I, think, I appreciate that. I think or maybe just Seb, more gladiator Seb... arena <laughs> things from Ragnarok. I think that'd be quite good. Like a little cutscene of just oh, different just like, battles. Pick two random characters that are never going to be in the movies and just fight <gasps> in the big. Or do you know? Do you know? Do you remember in Shang Chi when they had the like the underground fight club? Just more oh, fights yes. of um, what's his face, um, Doctor Strange's Wong. Uh, Wong. Wong, just more Wong content. See if you just had a whole short series <laughs> I, about I, Wong I, turning up and d- beating just, shit up. <laughs> it's like a, it's like ten minute episodes. It's just Wong fighting different people. Yeah. He's, he's taking on like fucking. <laughs> he's taking on like, all the agents of shield people back. <laughs> I, I genuinely think we should all save this for an episode on Marvel one shots instead of halfway oh, through Hawkeye. You spoil sport. <laughs> I'm just saying we're, we're gonna just s- having fun, man. But we just gotta stick to our main goal. There's for the not day. much to say, man. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's an okay. <laughs> we we made you out to be the famed expert of Hawkeye, and all you say is it's not that good. It's just Hawkeye. <laughs> okay. Here's here's something here's something fun to talk about. What did you guys think of the trick arrows? I thought the oh, they were really cool. It was I, nice I loved, to see them. I I loved the pim arrow. That the was so cool. Was my so good, favorite. Such a good scene. Like. And you know what, right? I love the fact they bring it back in the last episode. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, to make it the <laughs> van smaller. the van. Oh, I was, and the little owl takes it. Oh. Yeah. I love the fact that he's like, oh, fuck, I didn't think about this. We'll have to ask Scott about that. And then the owl just takes it, flies off, and they just look at yeah. each other like, oh, fuck, they're no, dead. That's the guy. I'd love to see a, a Marvel one shot about that. No, 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 Sid, we can't talk about the Marvel one shots. We can only talk about Hawkeye today. <laughs> oh. 
But no, I, I, I love the Chippewas. <laughs> I love that they actually... Yeah, we are moving on to that. <laughs> I love the fact... Because, like... It's a big thing in the comics, the trick arrows, the different fucking tools and shit. That happens a lot in the comics. But we've not really seen many Dude, in the movies. No. Uh, Hawkeye has that little thing, that like thing in his quiver where it turns and changes the arrowheads. Mm. But most of those arrows we saw in the first Avengers, it was like grappling hook arrow, an exploding arrow, a USB arrow, which they take the piss off in the series. But other than that... You don't see any of, like, weird, cool shit. And in this one, they just go all out. He, he fucking... There's that one that just shoots nails. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. There's, oh, that was brutal. The, he, he freezes a guy's leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's in a wheelchair now. He's fucked. <laughs> yeah, there was some really bizarre little, like, contraptions, wasn't there? There was the acid arrow that I liked. There was the, the putty arrow he uses to oh. take out the cameras. Sorry, that's one thing that really annoyed me. I love the putty arrows. I thought they were brilliant, right? But see the acid arrow, right? See when he was stuck in that fucking tree? There was, there was such a waste. Like, oh, you have all this cool kit and use it to chop down the tree. Just get a fucking axe. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just so, could, it's just extra. They could have just fired an arrow with a rope attached to it and he could have just slid down the rope. <laughs> it, it wasn't they even, didn't it, have it, to like, cut the tree down. Why was he stuck? How was he stuck? In seriousness, how was he stuck? Like, how how could you be that stuck that you're Hawkeye? You're a trained killer. <laughs> he should have been. A, he doesn't feel very, like, loose and limber, does he, in this show? Like, well, even, he's properly battered from Avengering. He, he is. He is, like, he is old and fucked. Like, I get I, that. I, but it's like, even when he sat down drinking coffee at Grills's flat, he's, like, all hunched over. <laughs> like, he, yeah. he looks the, like an the, old the, man. The one thing that I really enjoyed, though, and I really liked was a nice touch, was, like, because they always have these characters that are, like, just normal humans, but then nothing ever happens to them, right? They don't get any major injuries from fighting these big, huge monsters. But then they say, then they show all this footage of him just, his ears getting fucked. And it's like, yeah, yes, that actually makes that. sense. Mm. It makes sense that that would be the problem. Exactly. Like, it's because he's, um, enjoyed it. in the comics, he is deaf. Yeah, I was uh, going like to say He is hard of hearing. Right, okay, okay. In fact, what a fun detail, Deadpool, who usually wears his costume all the time because he's self-conscious of his skin, he will lift his mask up when he's working with Hawkeye so that Hawkeye Aww. can read his lips. That's so heartwarming. What? There's, like, there's a lot of fun stuff like that. And I'm Thomas, glad enough they about finally... Deadpool talking about Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they finally uh, brought that into this version of Hawkeye mm-hmm. because... There is very little of the MCU Hawkeye that is like his combat counterpart. Like I said, he's he's, he's way more serious. Um, yeah. He doesn't have as many trick arrows. He doesn't wear the costume. He barely it's... wears purple. Yeah. No. There's not even much character depth to him in the films. Like, this is really where they've started to sort of open him up. Yeah. You you understand his motivations of, like, he's a career assassin and he just he, he's <laughs> helped out where he can. <laughs> But he's at the point in his life now where he just wants to retire and settle down with his family. And he gets mm. a brief chance to do that after Civil War, where he's like <laughs> under house arrest. He has to stay with his family. And they all get snapped. And he has to go do the Ronin shit. And I like that this show picked up those threads and gave him closure to Black Widow's death and his time as yeah. the Ronin. I think this is like a nice epilogue to endgame but all the shows have kind of been like that one division falcon yeah. soldier loki they've all been epilogues to the plot threads left in endgame 
and I'm hoping that now we're on the next couple MCU shows are new characters. She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel. I'm looking forward to seeing some new stuff, new characters, new stories. Because it's like two years and we're still sort of reeling from the endgame aftermath. Whereas now it's like, right, let's push forward. Let's get past that. Yeah. I had, I had a question because you mentioned about Hawkeye in the comics. Was he not blind as well at one point? No, yeah, in the old Man Logan story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was in uh, the old Logan story. Yeah, he was blind. Yeah, he goes blind there. Um, mm. Which I always thought was weird because it's like, is deaf he deaf and, and blind? Or did they just forget the fact he's deaf and make well, no, him blind Well, no, because he does talk to Logan. So I think they forget that he's actually deaf as well. I suppose they just go like, oh, alternate universe, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. Mm. Speaking of Daredevil, though. Uh, Kingpin. What did you get? Okay, oh. I was going to build up to that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking slam the card right in I'm, there. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little kid on Christmas. I just yell. It's Kingpin. Kingpin's King. Can't say his name. King. <laughs> King. What did you guys think of Kingpin? <laughs> I loved him. It was I thought a... he was really good. I like the Have actor. both of you seen the Daredevil show? Yes. No. <laughs> so. Oh, well, that's actually quite interesting. What did you think of the introduction to this character then, Louis, if you've not seen the Daredevil show? Did I, you think I, it worked? Well, okay, so I'm presuming, judging by the way he's talking, that he turns up in the Daredevil. Is it the exact same actor and everything? It's the, it's the yeah. same actor. Okay. Um, it's the same performance. And there's little things that you see um, when she throws that cufflink at him. Yeah. Uh, that cufflink is like... It's not key to his character, but there's like a big thing in his character where he always wears those cufflinks mm-hmm. and there's a specific reason why and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, he was not... the main villain for seasons one and three. And in season two, he has he's, he's in it for like a couple episodes and has like a, a little side story with Punisher. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought it was really good. I, I really enjoyed, I, I enjoyed his relationship with, uh, is it Maya? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I she enjoyed becomes Echo in the comics. Mm-hmm. Really, right? Okay, I wasn't. Sh- I, I, I thought she was going to become something, but no. I, I really liked their relationship, like the sort of manipulation, because like, you could, you could see that he, like, I don't know, because he doesn't really get his hands dirty, like, um, like financially. Like he always has people like sign off and shit, and like create all these different companies and shit. But like physically, he just beats people to shit, and I just think it's a really awesome character <laughs> so did did you were you satisfied because throughout the series you hear references to an uncle to you know the man at the top and all that stuff were you yeah. satisfied with him being the man at the top um yeah i'd say so do you think it worked only having him in the last episode or would you have maybe brought him in for uh, episode? i probably would have had him in about halfway i would i, I would have shortened the story about the, the dad and maya a little bit more and that sort of, and like Maya trying to kill Hawkeye and maybe have Kingpin in for two, three, maybe halfway through, I'd say. And then it's See, a bit more fleshed out, Karen. Because me and Seb, we've both seen Daredevil. So I think it's about, is it episode three where we get the, the Echo backstory? Yeah. Um, in that okay. you, 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 the, you see Uncle, you hear his footsteps, you hear his voice. You like see his hands. Yeah. And it was at that point where I was like, that's definitely Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And in the next episode, there's no Kingpin. They don't, it, you know, they, they sort of keep teasing it kind of. And he doesn't show up to the last episode. But I think that tease of him, you know, holding Maya's face or whatever, I think that was enough for me where it's like, right, you you should bring him in now. 
mm-hmm. because I think while I was like, anticipating <laughs> his return because I'd seen him in the previous show, like with Daredevil, it'd be cool to bring that mm. actor back and I've been wanting this for ages. I, I don't just want to see him for like a couple scenes. I don't just want him back and be like, hey, I'm Kingpin. I want him back and have a meaty role. Mm-hmm. You know, I want yeah. him to do something. Yeah. And you get that. Um, yeah, I mean... you, you do get that. But I think the fact that he's supposed to be the main villain and Hawkeye, he's the one going like, oh, Kingpin, he's, we've, got to look after, we've got to look out for him. He's the man at the top. They don't even share a scene together. No, no that is a bit no. odd. And then a complete uh, novice beats him and it's... <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, and it's, yeah, there's a bit of payoff with the trick shot, which, by the way, I love the fact that they've brought his, like, his, like, near superhuman accuracy into the show. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, Hawkeye is kind of like Bullseye, where he could really turn anything into a weapon, and he has, like, near perfect aim. It made me want to learn they've... that penny flick thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a guy on, I think it's like TikTok or something. I, I, I saw it yeah, after I that episode. <laughs> yeah, and he's like doing like penny flicks and he's like knocking like cards over and shit. And it's like, yeah, I, that is cool. I would like to learn how to do that. But I reckon it's difficult. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think it's weird that they were like, oh, he's man at top. He's, he's fucking difficult. He's scary, blah, 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 blah. And then they sort of deal with him very quickly. I don't think he's gone. No, I don't he's, think no. he's. They wouldn't introduce a character from another series and then just go yeah he's dead i didn't quite like it we were talking about returning netflix characters um beforehand seb hadn't seen the hawkeye series yet (laughs) so i was trying to be like i i don't know if they'd bring back kingpin we'll have to see they do and um (laughs) they they did and i was like trying to like play it really coy but i i think the fact that they've brought him back and the fact that we've got shows coming out like she hulk where rumours of Daredevil and um, uh, Jessica Jones and stuff like that, I think uh, I, I I think it's it's highly unlikely that these characters will be brought back for like a couple episodes and then immediately killed off. Especially since the way Kingpin is ended in this comic, it put oh, sorry in this show pulls directly from a comic that I've not read. I've not read anything to do with Echo before. Um, she's a completely unknown character to me. But apparently, these panels are being floated around online, where Hawkeye, sorry, where Kingpin does get shot by Echo, but because he's so dense and tough, he's just blinded. He's a fucking wee boy, isn't he? Yeah, and he can take a lot of punishment. And the yeah. fact that the last line oh. he says, <laughs> yeah, the the fact that the last line he says in the show is something like, uh, "Family doesn't always see eye to eye." Makes me think they're gonna blind him. Maybe bring Daredevil back, and they'll they'll ha- they'll like parallel each other because they'll both be blind. But he won't have the amazing senses that Daredevil has. So he's just a big, scary blind man. He's just I was gonna say he's a lot stronger boy. though, isn't he? And it, yeah, I'm pretty sure he could take a lot more damage. True. <laughs> <laughs> or punishment, as Thomas would say. <laughs> I they have I think they have made him stronger. They've made yeah. it, I think in in the Daredevil that. series. Him and Matt Murdock, when they fight, he gets tired, he, he bleeds easier. Like, they are just regular people. Do you know what he reminds um, me of in this? He reminds me a lot of the Spider-Man game for PS4. Like, the the first, yes. the first like, fight scene, he just feels so strong. And, like, so... Yeah, he, he feels like the game where they buffed him up. 
so much. Yeah. <laughs> which which makes sense. You kind of need to scale him up if he's going to be on the same level of like other, you know, superhero threats. And it makes him more scary when Kate Bishop comes toe to toe with him. She is a novice, but also she isn't. Like she has been training her whole life. Um, like you see that montage in that first episode with the title sequence where you see her earning trophies and like black belt she's earning trophies in archery and shit like that like mm-hmm. she has spent her whole life training because she wants to be a crime fighter like hawkeye so i do buy it that she could take um kingpin down and i like mm-hmm. that she did it with a trick that hawkeye taught her yeah but passed on the knowledge but it also does make it feel like oh you build this villain up for <laughs> six weeks and then he's immediately defeated <laughs> it would have it would have <laughs> like... felt better if it was like a teamwork uh, defeat rather than like just her. I feel like if it yeah. was both of them teaming up because it's like they both emphasize it so much. But they couldn't have Hawkeye fight yeah. Kingpin at that time because Hawkeye it's... was dealing with something else. Was wasn't he Seb? Do you want to blurt this one out as well? Yelena, <laughs> <laughs> Florence Pugh. Yeah, I, I can guys, I can now uh... just sit and relax now while you. <laughs> my my job here is done. <laughs> Go on, sit, sit. Tell me what did you think as someone who's watched. Black Widow and Hawkeye, what did you think of Yelena's character? Um, I really like her. Um, seeing her in Black Widow uh, and then seeing her character, like just, just at the beginning of uh, of the story in Hawkeye, where you see her still looking um, for the other Black Widows and trying to save them, that was nice to see that story game progressed. Yes! That was really yeah, nice to see. It was a nice see. continuation. Yeah. And I loved like the blip happened from a very different perspective yeah. that we haven't seen, which was someone getting blipped. Because we had always seen like you know the aftermath or you know other perspectives, in... but this one is literally in... she just goes and comes back. That's terrifying to think. Because in one division we see Monica Rambeau yeah. come yeah. back from being blipped, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and all hell. You've seen that, haven't you, Louis? Yes. Oh, thank God. One division, yeah. Um, I was, uh, yeah. There, there was there a one. pause there, and I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we, no, we no, see, I'm, I'm, I'm up her... to Marvel shows. Oh, cool. She, like, she comes back, and she's, um, you know, she's confused, and, you know, whatever, mm. like, shit, and she's running around, and you see all the panic and chaos yeah. in, the, in the hospital. But in this show, we see it from their point of view. Mm-hmm. So she snaps away, but instantly comes back, and she sort of sees reality kind of, like, change around her. It's not like she she's all of a sudden things are different. It's like it's a slow change from her point of view, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting touch. And I think it was, um, it was a nice kind of follow-on from where she's left in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. That story falls over. And the um, you've seen Black Widow, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen. I've, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay, okay. We have to. Otherwise, I wouldn't. Yeah. Panic. Wait, to be honest, otherwise, I wouldn't. Really, I wouldn't know who Elena was, would I? Yeah, yeah. He, he did say. He did say like yes when I was talking about the her hunting down the previous Black Widows. So he has seen that. It's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, so true. Was, I've seen it all. It, it was. It, all. it was like um, <laughs> before I came here to record, my uh, my brother-in-law was watching Hawkeye. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a really good show. I don't see it before. And I was like, yeah, I, I quite like it. Um, what what did you think of, like, Black Widow and stuff? And he went, oh, I've not seen Black Widow. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought, I can't be like, no, go watch Black Widow. You need to watch this one first before you watch Hawkeye. 
But he was like, yeah, I just didn't really see the point. Like, she's dead, you know. So, like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really care. care. And I was like, sake. oh, you're going to get so confused halfway through this show. <laughs> Honestly, um, I think it was, I think her inclusion was good because it gives closure to both of those characters yeah. after Black Widow's death. Yeah. I'm glad. You know, I'm glad. I saw some complaints about how, oh, like, I can't just, can't these comic book stuff be standalone anymore? Like, no. Why do we have to have an assassin from another movie just turn up halfway through? Because it's my And fault. I'm like, yeah. But at the same time, her inclusion to this story didn't feel out of place. Mm-mm. No, you could easily have like... this this series, by the way, not film. Yeah, like like her coming up and, sh- and like showing up and being like, oh, I've, I've come to avenge my sister. Yeah, if you've not seen Black Widow, it would come out of left field because you've not heard of her sister before. I understand it from that point of view. But at the same time, if you have seen Black Widow, this show does provide closure. And even if you've not seen Black Widow and you don't know anything about Yelena, the fact that a sister comes out of nowhere and Clint has to like come to terms with the fact that, no, she sacrificed herself for me and blah, 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 blah. Like, he has that pathos. So it still works for his character to be able to apologize to someone. And then, yeah, you can go and watch Black Widow because it's also on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. You know? It didn't cost you anything to go fill in the blanks of that character. You can be like, oh, she was interested. What else is she in? So I think it works, and I think it could only work in this franchise. Yeah, I did have one question about the character in this this one. Was how was it Kingpin or um, Kate Bishop's mom who hired her to take out Hawkeye? Yeah, it was Kate Bishop's mom, but Kingpin told her to. Yeah, yeah, because she filmed that. Because she followed Eleanor, filmed that meeting as proof to be like, look, your mum's up to shady shit. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because that means that Eleanor knows Val because Val was the one who hired Yelena to go yeah. take out uh, Hawkeye. So that means Eleanor's like quite connected. <laughs> Which is weird because she's trying to be all like, no, Kingpin, I just owed Kingpin some money so I just did some work for him. But that business arrangement's over. But it's like, you know like some weird secret spy lady who's hiring super people. Mm-hmm. You're a bit more connected than you're letting on, but whatever. Like, I, I, I think they should have explained the hierarchy of... Hierarchy? What hierarchy. the hell are you Hierar- talking about? Hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> the power structure. They should have labelled who was in charge and what. Yeah, that that was quite confusing. Also... This, I... this is where I think we should have had Kingpin a bit earlier. So we yeah, could actually yeah. explore the dynamics because of his... If, if you really you think know, about kingdom. it, is the main, main villain in this show Kate Bishop's mum? It's capitalism. Capitalism's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Big fat bald man, that's what it is. <laughs> but no, yeah, El- Eleanor's mum was... Eleanor's mum. Uh, Kate's... Uh, Kate Bishop's Kate's mum. Kate's mum's <laughs> Eleanor. There we go. She's fucking... Um, Behind she is all. like the main villain. Yeah. But that reveal... It's weird because they reveal that she's the villain, but also Kingpin's the villain yeah. at the same time. It was a bit weird. It was like, look who's really behind everything, but then look who we brought back at the same time. Do, do, do you know who yeah. in my eyes took a complete, like, 180? The fiancé? Right? Jack. Fucking loved him. Do you know what? I hated him <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. He's a strange <laughs> yeah. little cop. But soon yeah. the end, he's just polishing his sword. Just oh, that was amazing. Out. Loved him. He's so good. However, He's just a nice guy. However, when you are watching the show, he does come across a bit weird at sometimes. Like you know that fencing scene in the hall. Yeah, you know, he can absolutely yeah. annihilate her. Yeah, but like, just oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out he's not weird. He's just foreign. Like, he's just French. <laughs> like that's Honestly. it. Is he French? Uh, I thought he's Spanish. I think he. I, or like, I, I think he's Spanish or Italian. The accent seemed to be a bit. Um, I thought it was a. It? I don't know. 
What's his you were going to say Italian, weren't you? I was going to say Italian, and I thought, you know what? Yeah, it might see, not... he's, he was vaguely European. In the comics, that character is called the Swordsman, and he is the um, the mentor to Hawkeye. Oh, that's really weird how they switched that. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> completely really abandoned weird. that. When them two met up, there's that cliffhanger where they meet, don't they? Yeah, and, you and know, I thought, oh, is there going to be a history there? Then the next episode, they're like, oh, uh, you're an Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. He's Mexican. Um, he's an American-born Mexican actor. Oh, <laughs> so I, I, I guess I guess he's Mexican. I'm sorry. Like, I guess that he shouldn't betray a Mexican guy. Um, I guess I guess Spanish was the closest there. Yes. Yeah. Because it's it's isn't it, it's a similar or the same language or something, isn't it? Um, no, it's, 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 it's the same. It's the same yeah. base language, but there'll be uh, colloquialisms uh, to the different languages. Yeah. What Louis says. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. What, what Louis says. Um, I had a question. Uh, what did you guys think of the? I can't remember the group or the guild they called themselves, but like the Dungeons and Dragons people who dressed up. Larfers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What Dungeons and Dragons. No, I don't know. Lafers. I can't. I couldn't remember their oh, official Sam, title. I've, ne- I've never felt so much pain in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to explain that? But what did you think of them? Because I thought at first, I, I, I mean, I liked them at the end, but at first I thought it was such a weird like side quest for Hawkeye to go on because uh, guy stole the suit yeah yeah but I felt See, I, I just thought it was thing, a bit odd thematically it works because the whole point of this show is people idealising superheroes that's like that's like a kind of thing that ties the whole show together because Kate Bishop her whole character arc is that she idealised Hawkeye mm, and yeah. that influenced her entire life Hawkeye saved her from a Chitari so she spends the rest of her life trying to mimic that and that's what the show's about. You've got Rogers the Musical, where people are pretending to be superheroes <laughs> and want to live out that fantasy. You've got LARPers, Night who are all like, they're all firemen and police officers. They actually save lives and help people in the real world. Yet in this world, they're like idealizing their superheroes. They're mm. like, oh, this is the closest I'm ever going to get be to be a superhero. Despite the fact that he's probably saved people before. He's put fighters yeah. out and helped people I'd, before. I'd also like to point out, right, in the ending bit, Right when they were all like, oh, like we'll we'll team together these larpers. One of them was a policewoman and all that shit, and they were all like, you know, like firefighters and shit. Mm-hmm. They all managed to just take off time that night and just go straight into <laughs> yeah. the like, There was no. Then, there's a burning <laughs> it's house. Weird. It's weird that they were like, yeah, right, we're gonna help them. Let's get into our role play gear, and it's like, why don't you get into your police uniform and think, arrest them? Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have been so, better if they dressed up in their firefighter and police. You know, showing that they're the firefighter. Firefighters, firefighters. <laughs> you know, it would have been nice. See, you know, they're the real heroes of the world. Like, yeah, because there is a, there is a good, nice yeah. detail at um, Grand Central Station in the MCU, where the the clock that depicts Hermes, the the messenger god, mm-hmm. that was destroyed by one of the the Leviathans. So in Age of Ultron and every other property since that show New York, that Hermes clock was replaced by a statue of firemen and police officers. Oh, as nice. like a, a memorial to the first responders in the Battle of New York. So it would have been a nice touch to have them at the end in their firefighter and police officer uniforms. Yeah. As like a call back to that to show that, no, they are also sometimes they are the real heroes and should have recognition. You know, kind of like how they've done memorials for the people who gave their lives during the 9 11 stuff, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. So it's, I, I, it would have been nice if at the end they weren't dressed up as 
archers and vikings and yeah, shit if they been... put on their actual uniform yeah the, the only way that i could justify that in my head was for like protection from the people with like weapons but even then yeah i see what you mean it's not great it's hard to justify <laughs> yeah but i mean it was it was still a good moment and it mm. was nice that they gave them something to do they weren't just like right you've got to fucking sit this one out stay at the house yeah we'll sleep with your sofa eat your food <laughs> but you don't get to do the fun interesting stuff yeah um what did you think of the tracksuit mafia i loved them they were so funny Perfect. yeah they were, i felt they were straight out of the like a, the comics you know that over the top yeah, gang they were just um, perfect in in the matt fraction run uh hawkeye my life is a weapon which is like the main influence of this show it, it's obviously very different because again the hawkeye in the movies has a farmhouse and a family and all that shit but in the comics he like buys that apartment block and becomes the landlord and gets to know all the residents in that building so a bunch of the characters in the show are based off residents in that comic oh. Oh, like grills for example cool. you have characters like the pizza dog for example not character as much or kind of because there's an issue in the comic where it's all from lucky's perspective oh that's cool <laughs> that's uh, and it's there's no words or anything it's just like thought bubbles and pictures yeah, and shit. yeah and it's all from and that's because like hawkeye that's hawkeye's dog in the comic and you know all that stuff in this they've taken those elements and spread them out mm-hmm. which is why they included the larpers because the larpers are kind of the substitutes yeah. for the um uh residents of the building as well as fitting in with the theme of idealizing heroes and all that shit mm-hmm. yeah so I, I i think that's that's like the function that they serve and on top of that the mafia the uh, tracksuit mafia that's they they're in the comics they say bro all the time that's why they have it in the show yeah what um, what, what, what was the moving company called dialer bro or something like that or... oh trust, trust the bro. bro trust the bro yeah that I that's also that. why people thought kingpin was going to be in this show because in the comics he is in charge of the tracksuit mafia. Oh, oh right. Wow. Which is Which one is of the reasons why everyone was like, like a, mm. a well-dressed man. <laughs> See the guy in, well, well the tracksuit mafia, they're like one aspect of his empire. Uh-huh. Oh, right. He runs a lot. He like organize. He's like in control of all organized crime uh, in New York city. So he's called Kingpin, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, it's like the tracksuit mafia are one branch of a much yeah. larger fucking, Thing. yeah yeah G- going back to kingpin and then how he can pretty much controls everything you know how they've brought him back from da- the daredevil series um yeah like have you seen what the actor came out and said about where kingpin's out right now and like in this story or before he gets quote unquote shot in the head you know why he's like <laughs> trying to he's working with the tracks oh yeah. yeah i i found it interesting because yeah. people are obviously they're asking the actors, the directors and stuff, because people want to know, are the Netflix shows canon to the MCU or yeah. are a separate entity? Because yeah. originally they were canon. You watch Daredevil season one and they talk about the Battle of New York. They mm. reference the Avengers. <clears throat> but I think it was around about 2015, 2016, the Marvel television branch and Marvel Studios were separate. There was a big like corporate reshuffling. So that meant Marvel Studios was in charge of its own stuff, completely separate. And Marvel TV was separate. So all the shows after 2016 can pay lip service to the MCU and the other movies. But the movies never talk about the shows. Mm -hmm. So they were kind of loosely connected, but not properly. Yeah, I mean, I saw the quote uh, from the actor who played Kingpin. I think it was him, or maybe it was one of the directors. But there was... Yeah, I think he came out and said 
that because of the blip, the power that the Kingpin had in Daredevil, that's all been like taken away because he was gone for five years. And so now that he's back, it's him trying to regain that power. I didn't realize Kingpin got... Uh... Well, that's what they're saying. that um, Because um... I, I, this is where I'm getting really confused because he comes out and says, oh yeah, the power that he had in Daredevil. So it's obviously saying that the shows are connected to the films and that because of the blip he's now lost it so i'm really interested to see where they're going with this you know what how is how are they going to explain it all well this is the thing i mean because when he was asked he was like is it the same version what he said was there's there's dots that can be connected and there's dots that can't be connected they're impossible to connect for example his whole history with maya yeah none of that comes up in the daredevil series uh the fact that this uh character seems physically stronger than the previous one that is a, that's an inconsistency but he's not taller like the, as well it, i think he's framed taller i don't know if he's actually taller but they <laughs> definitely make him look bigger but they made him look bigger in the show anyway vincent d'onofio isn't like a tall no, guy i don't no. think <laughs> but in the sh- in the daredevil show they make him look fucking huge mm-hmm. they frame him like he's quite a big person Hefty guy yeah but what vincent d'onofio said <laughs> Was that he is a very hefty guy? <laughs> but what he what he said was that like the way he approached the character was the same as the way he approached him in Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. So the stuff that he was drawing from the performance, the fact that Kingpin is supposed to be both a child and a monster at the same time, all that stuff going inside his head, he was doing it here as well. So, and from his point of view, he was like, it would make sense that the blip has happened, and he's trying to rebuild his Mm -hmm. empire which does work there is a lot of the daredevil show that could be canon Mm -hmm. because like i said it started off being canon Mm -hmm. and the shows all got cancelled around 2018 anyway before the snap Mm -hmm. so you can just say all the netflix stuff happened pre-snap and And then stuff happened during the snap i i just generally thought kingpin's first like appearance in the show was just straight from the show it was so good to see him just playing the exact same character just yeah it was amazing really satisfying what I think is good is the fact that Vincent D'Onofrio is very passionate about the character. Yeah. The outfit he wears in this show, the white suit and the red flowery shirt, that is from a comic called, I think it's called Dangerous Business or Secret Business, something like that. I can't remember. I've, I've, I've not read the comic. But apparently that has been his screensaver on his computer for the last <laughs> few years. So when he came back, he was like, I want to wear that outfit. So clearly he cares about the character Good and the him. fact that he was like, I want to wear a comic accurate costume. And he wore two. He wore the purple trousers as well. Yeah. In his first, uh, his first appearance. It's and they gave him his cane. So song. satisfying. Um, quickly jumping back to the tracksuit mafia, you know, um, <laughs> I'm just jumping back and forth here. There's so many things. I've, Thomas, I've actually made notes. I'm excited, man. I'm Thanks. excited to Thank hear you. your notes. It's, um, it's good that you've got the hang of this. Yeah. Three months in. <laughs> <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Um, you know Maya Lopez? Um, I don't know why I said her full name like that, but it's how it's written in my notes. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the guy, the other guy in the uh, in the tracksuit mafia? Was it Kezi? Uh, the yeah. guy with the tattooed neck. Yes. Were they a thing? Um I, like I, I don't know. Like or was it like a brother and sister? sort? Because you see that picture when she's like packing away because she's going on the run and then she sees Kazi and he's with the father. So I don't know if it's like a brother-sister relationship or is it a boyfriend-girlfriend? There's like a, a lot of sexual tension. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> that was a long fucking. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> uh, I I th- I think the idea is that they've kind of grown up together because mm. when they when you see them in the the karate ring, the kid she's fighting was credited as like a young Kazi. Right, right. Um... Um, I, so I think the idea is that they've worked up the ranks. Although there is that bit where he's like, "This is my life," blah 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 blah. Like he. He's like he feels like he's been part of this world more than her for whatever reason, mm-hmm. even though yeah. she's literally like the child of the man in charge. <laughs> so I don't get what his fucking ego is all about, but whatever. Mm. Um, um, I will say though, right? As as much as I'm looking forward to the Echo Show, because if the rumors are true, it's basically Daredevil season four. Yeah, we'll have Kingpin as the main villain. Yay. Daredevil might be back. Yes, all I hope shit. so. I'm excited for the Echo series because of those reasons, but Echo as a character, I personally didn't find very interesting in this series. No. She was alright. <laughs> End review there. She was alright. Close statement. Which, which is well, I mean, there, there I wasn't think... like... There no, wasn't I know what you mean. About it. yeah. It's not like, it's exactly. like she was good enough to be like a, a, a tertiary I, villain, really, but... I'm not going to lie, I didn't have anything else to follow up on that, Louis, so that's why I said it. <laughs> So, yeah. My thing to follow up is that the guy playing Kazi looked like Jon Snow. He did. A, a shit he did. Ton. I, he did. I, I had I had to like double take the first time he t- came on camera and actually Google if he was in. <laughs> in the we did like a whole episode of Doctor Who and one of the main characters was in Game of Thrones and I didn't realize. Yeah, Thomas had no idea. It was quite funny. Back back Who? in the days when I had actual funny facts. You you've had you've had some fun, you've had no fun facts. Anyway, <laughs> um, I had a question. I have a question for you all. Yeah, go on then. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I, want, I wanted to hear you. Actually, wanted to hear my question. Um, what did you guys think of seeing you know the effects of Ronan and how it kind of scarred Hawkeye and like this big identity that he created and like how all the gangs are terrified of him and especially uh, the revenge story with Maya. What did, what did we all think of that? I you, I was. You you go, Louis. You sorry, go. No, just I... just just very quickly, we can cut this out. But Seb, you can tell that you're just reading off the notes. I actually <laughs> wasn't. I actually just... wasn't. I have no really? notes. I have no notes there. That what I just said there. <laughs> what off the top of my head? <laughs> you have the most robotic voice. <laughs> it sounded like when we were talking about something, like we'd, we'd have like a very natural thing, and then you'd bring it straight back. Oh, it's so funny. It felt sorry. I, I thought I thought you were <laughs> G- G- Generally, I have Car- no it's notes. Very good point, though. Carry on. I'll, I'll I'll literally tell you what I had. I said it was nice to see Hawkeye's story progress. It was great to see Ronan <laughs> appear again. That's it. That's all I had. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. Do you want me to say it again? I'll give you two takes. I'll give you two takes. Uh, I'll, I'll edit it and see which one you prefer. So, yeah, what what did you guys think of Ronan appearing in the show again? You know, his... Now we're sticking with the first take. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even finish. <laughs> Louis, 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 you just you tell us what you thought of Ronan. You just... And we can cut all this bit out. <laughs> you know, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved the costume, uh, for one. Um, I thought his hair was a bit shitty when he took the, the hood off, but apart from that, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it I'm not going to lie, right? I didn't know... 
like when they sort of mentioned Ronan, the only sort of connection that I made to it was the game because I know that you had the Ronan costume on your Avengers game, uh, and that, yeah, the, yeah. that that was the only time that I'd actually seen it because I hadn't seen it in any like comic book art or anything. So when I seen it, I was like, oh, oh shit, it's him. And then when it was like meant to be like a a thing, oh, it's, it's me. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew that because of the game. Like, <laughs> I just, but yeah, no, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I think it was. I loved the sword. The fucking retractable yeah. sword was. Oh, it was. It was so well done. See, I, I, I like the retractable sword. I like the costume. I like that we sort of like dealt with the the fallout of the um the Ronin stuff, but the the revenge story, of um of Maya going after Ronin because of because he killed her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part of that felt very like. We've seen it before. No, not we've seen it before, but it felt very like that was the part of the story that felt the most low energy to me, and I think it's because every like when you when you're introduced to Kate Bishop and Kate Bishop and Hawkeye meet each other, they're bouncing off each other quite well, <laughs> and then when Yelena comes in, Yelena and Kate Bishop have a lot of really good chemistry with each other. Yeah, and that even that scene with Hawkeye and Yelena, all the other members of the cast seem to be connecting and being really interesting but because Maya was so stoic through the rest of the show when she's having scenes with Kazzy I didn't get a sense of any like there was no funness there Mm. yeah there's no emotion so a lot of the her like I want to get the Ronin because he killed my dad I I wasn't interested because I wasn't connecting with her as a character no um were you you were you expecting the twist that it was actually Kingpin who sent Ronin 100% 100% that's the type of shit he does 100% I was surprised that they actually were like no it was Hawkeye who killed her dad you know I, mm. I thought there was going to be a twist where maybe like the Ronin suit had been to someone else Hawkeye had killed that person then taken the suit I thought it was going to be a situation like that Yeah. the fact they just left it as Ronin I was like oh, okay fair enough I just didn't really care that much I was more interested to see how Kate Bishop would react to him being Ronin yeah because yeah. they had built such then, a good relationship yeah, and you know what? I was actually really interested with everything going on with Hawkeye's wife in this show. Yeah. Yes. Because could you explain? Um, could you explain the watch a little bit more to me? Because I haven't seen Agents of Shield. That was a cool twist. Uh, well, actually, uh, here's Does a it not... fun. Yeah. Is a is your first trivia question that I forgot to ask you for the rest of the podcast? Uh, oh. Louis, who? What's the name of Hawkeye's wife in the comics? Um. Oh. Well, now this is a an interest. <laughs> and the speed of my answer will depend solely on how as you quickly quick type Google out the questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm Hawkeye's just looking for wife. a name here. I'm just looking for a name. Are you wanting the superhero uh, it, name or the actual name? I'm wanting both. I'm wanting both. So uh, wait, wait, in wait. in in the film, it was Laura Barton, yeah, obviously. It was it was it was Mockingbird. Yeah, Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Mockingbird. Nice one. That's, yeah. Thanks, man. And See, what, what what was Mockingbird's name? Um, Katniss. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. No, no, no. It's all good. It's uh, Laura Barton. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Mockingbird's real name in the comics was uh, Bobby Drake. Bobby That's Morse. Not That's not Bobby true. Bobby Morse. It's, it's Laura it Barton. It's Laura Barton. It's, it's Bobby Morse. It's Laura Barton. That's it. It's, it's, it's Laura Barton. Anyway, 
Um, so as we're talking, it's, Laura Barton. No, no, no turns up. He's, <laughs> he's right. It's Bobby Moss. It's actually it's Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, Barbara. Barbara. Bobby Moss. Bobby spelt with an I. Did it make that clear? Not an I E. Did it make it clear enough? She's also a doctor. But what's interesting about uh, Bobby Hawkeye's Moss, wife's a doctor. Mockingbird, no, Mockingbird was a doctor. <laughs> doctor. Oh. But Is this that was not interesting. Well, in the comics it was, but <laughs> Mockingbird, Mockingbird, her code name, her shield code name was Agent 19. Mm-hmm. Oh. And on the back of the watch, it's, it's a shield logo with 19 on it, which implies that Laura, Bart- Laura, Laura Barton was Mockingbird. So in the films, Mockingbird is also Hawkeye's wife. Oi, but the oi. reason... The reason that they had to call her Laura and the reason that, like, they couldn't just say that she's Mockingbird and they had to do, like, the, the 19 reveal is because I reckon they're still trying to figure out whether or not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is yeah, canon. Yeah, I saw the Because in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> they introduced Mockingbird and it was the Bobby Moss oh. version. Oh, okay. Um, All right. And then they, she left the show because she was going to get her own spin-off called um, Most Wanted or something like that. And how's that going? And so... <laughs> yeah, they, they filmed the pilot, and the pilot was so bad it's never been released, and they cancelled wow. the show. And then they didn't even bring the actors back to come back Ooh, for the rest of the series. They just kicked painful. them off because they were like, "No, don't worry, you're gonna get your own spin-off." Actually, you're not gonna Ooh. get your own spin-off. That's and painful. then when they did bring, they brought one of the characters back. They brought Lance back, her husband, but they didn't bring back Bob Moss. Bob Moss didn't come back. She wasn't in the show for the rest of it. Even. The last se- uh, season they did, when they tried to revisit as much of the show's history as possible, she barely gets mentioned. She doesn't turn up. So, I I wonder if they are just gonna kind of go. Oh no, she is Mockingbird. At one point, she was called Bobby Moss because Agents of Shield is basically in its own separate timeline anyway. It was kind of confirmed <laughs> in the show itself. It's a separate branch reality for the most part. But I, I don't know. Maybe they want to bring her back. Maybe Laura Barton was Agent 19 Mockingbird back in the day and Bobby Moss is the new Mockingbird. I don't know. I'm just happy that they made her a Mockingbird because that's his wife in the comics. And, and she seems very glued was... together to this sort of world as well. Mm. Rather than just being a wife that's scared of everything. Yeah. She's like, and, yeah, no, no, we yeah. can't do this. And, Tony <laughs> and it Stark... explains how they'd met. Yeah. Yeah. Because where the fuck was fucking Clint gonna meet like a just a farm woman in his line of work? You know, it would have That's had to have point. been another agent. Mm-hmm. And Tony Stark was right all all along in Age of Ultron. That oh yeah, because the first thing he says is this is an agent of some kind. Yeah, isn't it? and he was right. <laughs> yeah. But I I I like the little because there's a bunch of little little hints through the show that she can do background checks on people she mm-hmm. can speak german yeah she's yeah. clued up on like natasha's tactics and shit like that Natasha's i wonder if we'll ever see her do like an action scene like if we'll ever see her in like the mockingbird outfit maybe well guess what Thomas? <laughs> we just have to wait and see i oh hate you God. i hate you i, I have a question fiber of my passion i know you yeah. do um <sighs> you know when kate bishops this is just a random question that just appeared in my head just ah, <laughs> 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 fucking know, spit it out. You you know when the uh, Kate Bishop's flat uh, was burnt down, and then she's at her mum's office, and then she gets a call from the police, and the police are asking her to come down to the station. That never happened in the end, did it? Where where was that going to go? They, she gets a call from the police. She says, "Can you come down on Wednesday, and we'll have a question with you?" That never comes up again. Or am I wrong? Oh, 
You know the part is like, can you come down? And that, oh, that, yeah. that never comes up again. It's that awkwardness where she's trying to find out more about Jack and Jack's moving into the elevator and or the lift. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, it would make really sense that a mum can that. wave it away because a mum is like super yeah. powerful. Like, and, maybe... I'm, I'm, and I don't know if I could be wrong here, but I swear like the police that arrests the mum is the same person on the phone. I could be wrong there. But... No, Steph, that's just another black man, but you, ah. you've seen <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that just that just went nowhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, like, the fact that her mum got arrested, maybe they stopped following leads because they were like, oh, well, she seems pretty much involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it is weird that they don't really bring that up. Yeah. Um, oh, well. They, uh, there's a lot, I think there is, like, because it starts off kind of like a murder mystery. Mm. But then the murder mystery just disappears. Yeah. And it is weird because I think a lot of the show, like, like fucking Kate Bishop, she's like, oh, I'm really, I think my stepdad's sketchy. And he's like, why? And she's like, because uh, he like knows how to use a sword and think he was killed by a sword. And he goes, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> like, he's so like, yeah, fuck it, fine. We'll, we'll do a background check. I think the emphasis of this, of this show was to have Kate, and Clint hang out and interact and get you to know her as a character. Because there was a point, not going to lie, where the final fight happened at the end of the series. And after the fight had finished, I was like, hang on, why did they go there again? <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing? I was like, were they going to find Kingpin? And I was like, oh no, they were going to protect the mom. Yeah. 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 But it was like, but how did how did they know Yelena? Like, how did Yelena know Hawkeye was going to be there? Like, I was very because she knew that um, Kingpin was coming after the mum, and she she was hired by the mum, and I I don't know. <laughs> Once, I, I, I don't know. See see what I mean? It felt like the characters some loose, all got. Yeah. To, they were all there because that's when the final fight was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, because Yelena was still after Hawkeye. She was still trying to kill him, and so she knew she'd be there. He would be but, there. But she, but she could have been like she should have been. She could have been following him the whole time, right? Like, why, why would she just pick that moment when he's like? There's a lot of times where yeah, he's basically yeah. like vulnerable, vulnerable yeah. through the whole film, and she only turns up at when when he's already staging an, an attack where he's got weapons, and then when he's in the final battle, when he's got weapons. Yeah, like, doesn't he chill out <laughs> yeah. in Kate Bishop's aunt's house? Like, they he have chills like a... out all the time. Yeah. He's, he, half of the time he's got an ice pack on his head. Yeah, I mean, it was nice. To, to be s- fair, I did really like the, the episode where they're chilling out at the house and they're yeah, just doing like a little Christmas mean... thing. Y- you're like oh, yeah, hunting, sorry. Just back to that, right, with the fucking Christmas thing. Like, I, I, I like that they mentioned it, but like, he's trying to rush home to get home for Christmas. Yeah. And she's like, oh, let's have some pizza. And he's like, no, let's get me home to my family for Christmas. Let's fucking hurry up and fill this fucking case. Like, I'll do the things I was going to do with my children with this complete stranger. We'll have a movie marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Not the time, Kate. <laughs> like, I thought those parts were a bit weird. Like, thank fuck the aunt didn't come back to the flat, you know? She would have been very Well, she confused. was away for the winter. Why would she come back? She's away because for the winter. Because she forgot her presence. I don't know. She's not going to fly she, all the way back. She's loaded. She's loaded. She can <laughs> literally buy anything. Like, <laughs> no, but that that was the I, like, I, little den, was it? The aunt's house. Yeah, it yeah. was. Um, she knew how to. She knew her aunt was away, so they used that flat. Yeah. And then 
after they sort of split up, I guess Clint was like, I can't really stay at Rant's place because we've fallen <laughs> out. So I'll go stay at that random fireman place. Um, what was his name again? I... Grills. Grills, right. Oh, I, uh, I had another thing that I thought was just very random. was how easy Hawkeye got into Kate Bishop's flat. You know, when it's all burned down and with like the fire fire department. It, it's, it's almost as in. if for like, it's almost as if like 20 years, he was a master of espionage. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie, Seth. That, that, was, no, that, no, that no. was the bit that no, made no, no, the no, most no, sense no, to no. me. But that, like, no, but when you, when you kind of just watch it happen, he goes from the crowd, everyone sees him go under like the yellow tape and he just goes to the first truck that's right there, opens the door, takes like a jacket. Everyone's seen him just do this. You know, it's not as if he's, like, making an effort to hide. He just walks through it. But do you see anyone see him? Do, do you see people look at him and go, oh, it's Hawkeye? Or does he just kind of keep a low profile so people don't pay attention to him? Going back to Thomas's previous point, it's almost like he was trained to keep a low profile. <laughs> like, personally, he should have shown off his more, you know, spy-like hobby, hobbies? Not hobbies. Uh, he, he did, skills. Seb. He kept a low profile and broke into somebody's house. <laughs> But it just looked too, too natural. He literally just... But you know, know what I mean? Oh, just... It's almost as if he was experienced. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Did you just say it was too natural? But no, almost like... as if he'd been trained his whole life for this moment. <laughs> you know what, right? Because if he, if he had struggled to get into the fight, if it was really difficult for him, you'd be sat here going... Wow, for a trained assassin, he really struggled <laughs> to get into that flat, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So really, what you want him to do, you want him to try and open something, fail, but then just break through the glass as well, <laughs> silently, or... Like the guy, like Ryan Gosling in The Nice Guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I what want, you expected. I, want, I wanted that. Um, I don't, I don't, you know what? After this discussion, I kind of forgot why I brought this up. I mean, it's it parallels <sighs> Black Widow again. Like, you see her in... Um, Winter Soldier, where they're out fucking, they're hiding from Shield or whatever, and they're in the the shopping mall, and um, he like Captain America's like, oh, we need to do this, we need to do this, like they're they're gonna find us, we need to find the exit route, and she's like, kiss me. People get uncomfortable looking at people kiss. They won't look at us. Just kiss me. Like they're 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 beyond the point where they have to do all the big elaborate shit. They're just like they know how people think. They know that no one's gonna pay attention to a guy going to the back of a truck. Because they'll just assume he's supposed to be there. No yeah. one's going to pay attention to another firefighter walking into that room because they'll just think he's supposed to be there. They're both trained in similar lines of work, one by S.H.I.E.L.D., one by the KGB, and they both know how to infiltrate <laughs> a place and get out of a place without having to break shit and kill people. And it's funny because it's going back to what Thomas is saying. He's trained. <laughs> Used for this, <laughs> Okay, you, you've you've convinced me. I'll, I'll, I'll I, 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 I take back everything that I have said about Clint getting back into the fight. You know what? He's a fucking awesome spy. Hats off to him. Well done. I mean, he literally took, basically single-handedly took down the whole of like the crime network in New York. What I mean, one of them. There could be another gang mafia that we don't know about yet. He took down a few, right? Didn't he? As a Ronan, he took down a few. He didn't just take the sweat, the sweatpants. The sweat, <laughs> sweatpants. <laughs> the tracksuits. I do. It's it's like that bit in Endgame where he's like, "Yeah, there's a cartel. They've been like massacred." And Black Widow's like, "Well, it could have been anyone." And he's like, "No, it's definitely Barton. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just... absolutely him." <laughs> so clearly, he'd be... and that was a Mexican cartel that he'd killed. And then when we catch up with him. Like when Black Widow finds him, he's in Japan taking out the fucking Yakuza. So clearly he's just going around the world killing any organized crime uh, <laughs> units that he can find, 
Which begs the question, how the fuck are there any left? If he had five years and that's all he was doing, there must be a yeah. lot of crime. Mm-hmm. Well, now That okay. was 50% of the population <laughs> was wiped out, and then he went around killing anyone who was kind of a criminal. Well, maybe the 50%, like the other gangs, were taken out by the blip, and so now they're back, so now there's just, just as more gangs. But there's no way the whole yeah, gang would be out. There's no way the whole gang would be gone. There would still be... No way. Like, these gangs (laughs) would have, like, hundreds of people involved. There's no way that, like, at least 20 didn't survive to to keep it going. Maybe it was, like, 20 people... Like, 20 janitors from the gang, you know? They're not going to do much for the gang. They're the leaders now. The the janitors are now the leaders. You've literally inherited this whole thing. You've got so much money. You'd at least give it a crack, wouldn't you? But if all your experience is cleaning the floors of the tracksuit mafia's gang base... Seb, do you think they just ha- do you think they just put a fucking advert out on Indeed <laughs> and ask for janitors to come in? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they uh, they just hire like low level crooks to do it, right? Like, I mean, who who knows? Maybe you know. Yeah, well, now we've got. You seem to know. That. You seem to know a, a lot about organized crime, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? What what do you do in your spare time? What do you do in your spare time apart from reading up about Hawkeye information? Because you are the expert. Well, I've got to read up about the enemy, mate. Like I've got to realize how they think. Like. <laughs> did Did anyone else find it a bit odd? Actually, no. No. Okay, fair enough. No, I didn't. Great. great. <laughs> no, what What did you think was odd? Well, no, because now as I mentioned, how that, good a shot Hawkeye was. <laughs> is that is another it, thing that confused it's, it's almost. You know what? I think there's an old adage that you used earlier. Um. Well, now that you mention it, I thought, how on earth did he shoot another arrow and turn it into a bigger arrow? You know, that just, that just doesn't seem right. You know. You know what? Actually, just quickly before you say what you were going to say, I did like the fact that through that chase scene. They couldn't communicate. I thought that was a fun <laughs> yeah. dynamic to that sequence. Oh, when he's. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he can't hear her. And I mm. love the fact that he gives her that arrow. It goes to shoot his, and she's like going, Oh, but like, this is crazy what we're doing. He's like, I can't hear what you're saying. I'm just hoping you're on board. <laughs> he's like, I'm, just, I'm hoping you're going to be able to do this because we've got nothing else. Did anyone. But even, even though throughout that whole thing, though, she was just. It just felt like she was so dense because if somebody tells you i can't hear you you don't just keep trying to talk to them did anyone else like or appreciate that cool camera shot in the car where it's like spinning oh, what around. with the camera sort of rotates yeah around the ca- i thought the that car. was nicely done yeah. that was cool yeah, i thought that was good um, um but going back to my odd question which now i'm starting to think it isn't actually that odd but you know how Kate Bishop turns up to the crab, the crabmas, turns up to the Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> turns up to the Fuck Christmas yeah. meal at the end of the show. Don't you think Barton's kids would be like, "Oh, Dad, so good to see you." Who's the other woman? No, because I I reckon he probably phoned ahead and was like, "Hi, I'm I'm gonna bring well, I'm gonna bring someone." To I, I I wanted to see that conversation. You wanted <laughs> you wanted to see a phone call. Where he's just in the living room and he's like, oh, hi, Laura. Um, do you mind if I bring Kate for Christmas? I've yes. been arrested. Do you know what, though? Um, there would have been a nice scene in there of driving home for Christmas. Yeah. Right? Playing in the background <laughs> as they're like driving off into the distance and towards this farm. That'd be nice. Yeah. That, that could have been the post credit scene instead of Rogers the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't slag Rogers the Musical. Okay, they may not have a working Hulk, but they've got enough. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I am glad that they didn't throw in a scene where Hawkeye's wife was going to be all like, uh, who's this woman? Are you having an affair? I'm glad they didn't do any of that shit. They just went... Um, Welcome. Uh, Here's our they, Christmas they, meal. Eat it. Yeah. And they were like... Because she is much younger than her. 
and I'm, I'm this is kind of the fun thing that like the blip did it meant that people who were young around the time of avengers can now be old enough to fight crime in that world the avengers happened like fucking te- almost 10 years ago 12 years ago because 2012 this show set in christmas 2024 so it'd be about 12 years since that's happened so if she was 10 at that point she's fucking 22 now you know i think she's supposed to be like 18 or something 18 19 do you think other avengers should have turned up because i remember in our last episode when we were talking about spider-man and doctor strange being there we were going through the various other avengers available or could have turned up is there any that could have turned up in hawkeye or do you think it was all fine i'm glad they just mean yeah Mm. i mean if you think about it they're dealing with like street level stuff and hawkeye is specifically trying to keep things quiet he wants to wrap this up quite neatly he was hoping to get it done within the first day and then kate bishop got more involved and kind of screwed things over so he had to kind of put the hawkeye outfit on again yeah threaten maya to not reveal his identity like he wants to keep that part of himself secret so he's not going to invite the other avengers over to be like Mm. hey i'm trying to stop people knowing about my yeah. life as mm-hmm. thingy even on top of that like even if they did add another avenger in it almost completely like ruins the story a wee bit. well it, no it well it just makes hawkeye obsolete because yeah, yeah. okay he's a really good archer but like if you've got somebody with super strength or like all these other abilities right you just get him to fight yelena and then it's like it just feels like, like this is his moment because in all the other films yeah he's good he's like useful but He's not like a superhuman or like a super soldier. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's almost yeah. like they, they need him to have his like go and fight villains his own speed. Do you know what I mean? Like if you add in another Avenger, it overpowers the villains, and then it's like there's no point. That's fair. You've you've also got to think about like the the espionage characters that are around that could deal with a situation like this. I suppose you've got War Machine, but then he's got a big fucking metal suit and Hawkeye's trying to keep this covert. Yeah. He even says he doesn't yeah. wear a flashy costume because he tries to hide his identity. Mm. He tries to do things as quietly as possible. He's <laughs> actively not wanting to get people involved because he doesn't want it to blow out to something bigger so we can go home for Christmas. Mm. So I think it works. I also I also like the costume that he oh, wears I th- at the end. I thought the introduction of the costume was really cool. Needed a mask. Yeah. Needed a mask. I, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a tough mask to translate into live action. Yeah, it still looks good without it, but I kind of like how they brought the costume. Into they should have the like made action. the mask. Yeah, you know I mean they should they should have at least made it to to show like ah oh, like he's not gonna wear it, or, but then you show it or like he puts it on and takes it straight off. Yeah, like I mean, he rejects like, it. Like he's like, no, that's too far. You know, I'm yeah, not wearing the mask. Yeah. That would be. They nice. actually is a fun fact. They actually did make the costume. Oh, um, I, I, what the mask as well? Is it not like yeah, a small I'm, Easter egg in the show where it's in the it's, park? It's not an Easter egg. I think I have a picture. Of it here. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. It, <laughs> it, no, was, I, I, it was. Uh, it was supposed to be an Easter egg. It was supposed to be. Here's the photos. I'm sending them to you now. I'm waiting in anticipation. Um, oh, to Louis, and I'll send <laughs> them to you. Where the idea was that when they go to see the LARPers, there was going to be a guy dressed up yeah. in the original mm. Hawkeye outfit. But then they wanted, I guess they wanted Kate Bishop to be the one to come up with the outfit later on in the show. Yeah. So they cut oh, the scene out. So good. I, I do like but, Kate Bishop bringing up the costume because she's more energetic, more outgoing, because <laughs> she admires Hawkeye. So she wants to do the best for him. I thought He's that even was got like, hate yeah. on his head. That's God. Yeah, which I suppose doesn't really make a oh, lot of yeah. sense, does it? Well, maybe his name's Harold. 
Harold. <laughs> Harold, yeah, good point. But no, I, I like the way they did it this time around, where instead it was just that it was Kate being like, hey, maybe you should wear something like this. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Mm. Nicely done. I'd like if they did the, the helmet in the Avengers game. They've sort of done one where yeah. it's sort of like, it's kind of like the Captain America cowl with the eyes, with the wings mm-hmm. sort of painted on. And then it's got like a, a covering over the mouth, sort of like the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I like that look, but I guess it's it's hard to make it look not silly. In, mm. um, I mean, he's not really worn that mask for a while in the comics either. They kind of abandoned it for sunglasses for a lot, yeah. of, his, a lot of his recent stuff. Where do you think the show is going to go now? What do you think? Is this going to get a season two? Uh, maybe, because at the end of the show, and I like this little detail, where they burn the Ronin costume yeah, and yeah. you have... Uh, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton and they're talking and she's like what about Lady Hawk, yeah, Hawk girl yeah. and he says I have an yeah. idea and it cuts and you get the Hawkeye title card so is it her picking up literally taking the title of Hawkeye yeah because he's retired Ooh. a thousand yeah. fucking times just let him retire just mm-hmm. let him she, be done she, with it she, she could be Hawkeye which is the other alias for her like name wise it could be Hawkeye and then you have Hawkeye and then after the next series she becomes Hawkeye oh that would be good like he dies because I I think they need another one with him in it to then have like an emotional goodbye for him so So do you you think he should die um yeah well no 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 no. not die retire (laughs) (laughs) die Die. that was too hard I remember he had a family he had kids and a family and then I thought yeah maybe a bit harsh I know you hate Jeremy Renner but that was just very (laughs) crazy do you want him to die yes Yes, kill no, him. Do you know no, I, th- I think you retire him and you have him with his wife and kids, but then maybe like an emotional yeah, death scene yeah. like with his kids and stuff. Because I think I I kind of don't want him to die because a lot of Hawkeye stuff over the past few years they keep teasing throughout the film or the show that he might die and then he doesn't die. <laughs> like in Age of Ultron, they kept being like, "Oh, this is my last mission. I'm definitely coming home." And people were like, "Oh my god, they're gonna kill Hawkeye." <laughs> Quicksilver dies instead, and then in Endgame. Is he going to sacrifice himself or is um, Natasha going to sacrifice himself? It's Natasha. He gets to go home. And then in this show, there's a lot of like, is he going to get home for Christmas? I'm definitely going to get home for Christmas. I promise. I promise. <laughs> and there's like, oh, you're going to have to think of a name for that dog. What are you going to call the dog? And it's like, oh, are they going to call the dog do, do you know what, Clint? Do you know what because <laughs> is, it, is it going to get called Clint? Because Clint's going to die. What's going to happen? And it's fine, he gets on for Christmas. And it's do you know okay. what they're going to do, right? In the next series or film, they're going to go, oh, do you know what? I, I think I'm, I'm going to keep going. I, I'm never going to stop. These, these are all going to be all my missions, and then he's going to die. Immediately after the Marvel Studios logo, he's dead in the next shot. Oh my! <laughs> they actually <laughs> killed Jeremy Renner on a spike and just hang it outside Marvel Studios. <laughs> we finally got rid of him. Um, what, what are the next? Uh, what's the next Marvel TV show? I know we've got Doctor Strange, like film wise, but what's the next? She Hulk, isn't it? Is it She Hulk? Um, well, they've not really. This is the annoying thing with like the Disney Plus TV shows. They don't give dates when they announce a new movie. They're like, oh, the movie comes May sixth, like for Doctor Strange. Yeah. But yeah. with um, with the uh, Marvel Disney Plus stuff, they're like next year in the summer. <laughs> next year, <laughs> maybe in a few months. So, Ms. Marvel is supposed to come out summer 2022. Oh. Moon Knight and She-Hulk haven't, been, haven't had specific dates. But I'm they looking made... forward to Moon Knight. Oh, same. Same. <laughs> that was the one that had its teaser released first on Disney Plus yeah. Day. So... And there is a, there's five months between now and Doctor Strange. I highly doubt in those five months there's going to be no Marvel content. <laughs> so, I, I think it's going to be 
Moon Knight. I think it's gonna be Moon Knight, She Hulk, Ms. Marvel. That's that's my guess. Do you think um, any of the TV shows, uh, the Marvel TV shows that we've had so far, these characters will they appear in future projects in these shows like Moon Knight, Miss Marvel? Actually, quickly, I'll finish off what I was going to say before. <laughs> Where so I because I really didn't really properly answer you. I think the way this show is going to go is I think eventually she will get the title of Hawkeye. Maybe the next season, season after that, I don't know. They could do another season of this. It's not the story isn't specific to an event like One Division or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, it's specific to a character, and you could have Clint Barton do adventures in this show again, or you could pass it on to um, Kate Bishop. I think the reason they haven't confirmed a season two is because they don't know if they're gonna do another Hawkeye show with Kate Bishop or Hawkeye. Or if they're going to take Kate Bishop and make her the leader of the Young Avengers. Oh, yeah. And have a Young Avengers show, Mm -hmm. which I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're setting up a bunch of new teams. I think the next time we get an Avengers... Is Young Avengers. Well, I think it will be new Avengers, because I think it will be after Captain America 4, and I think he will become the new leader, and the next Avengers movie will be Secret Wars, and it'll be a big cosmic thing. Do you think, you know how you were talking about the Young Avengers um, in like the TV shows, do you think they'll ever do sort of like what they did with the Defenders on Netflix, where the show's coming together for a big TV show? Do you think Marvel will ever do like a big TV show event and then just a big Marvel event um, cinema yeah. event where they've got Can, because I can see it like Can being the big enemy for the films and then they're setting up the Thunderbolts for the TV show I'll, I'll go one more I think that they will do a Young Avengers TV event where Kang is the bad guy, Ooh. and that will set him up to be the main bad guy in the movie event. I think that's keeping them all do. connected and everything. <laughs> yeah, because oh, he the kills young all Kang. the young Avengers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then they have to go on this. <laughs> the first volume of Young Avengers, Kang was their bad guy, oh. and it had like connections to like Iron Lad because Iron Lad was actually a version of Kang and all this like timeline bullshit. I reckon they'll do something like that. I reckon you'll have the Young Avengers. Once they've established most of them, which they already have, you had Wiccan and Speed in One Division. You've had fucking the Patriot, Isaiah Bradley's grandson in Falcon Winter yeah. Soldier. Kid yeah. Loki got mentioned and shit. I reckon they're gonna once they've established them all. I think Kate Bishop is gonna like recruit a team. I think Hawkeye might go off and do his own thing. Maybe they'll do a Hawkeye season two where Hawkeye dies. So because her mentor is dead, she's like, well, I'm gonna step up. Something will happen. She'll have to put a team together to take on, like, a young Kang. And then they'll be like, oh, this this means something's coming. We need to get in touch with the other Avengers. And then it'll be like that. Um, I think the sort of sequel to this show, though, more than Hawkeye 2, will be the Echo series that comes out. Oh, yeah. I think next year. I think that comes out late next year. Maybe early 2023. That'd be good. But I think that's where a lot of the plot threads in this show will go next. Like, the crime of new york and mm. all that shit do you think kate bishop would appear in echo uh, maybe as a cameo but those characters didn't really have a lot of screen time so i, I doubt it mm. um what i'm curious I mean, it, to see, it though... didn't really seem, seem like why they would either like yeah there's not mm. really much things that could draw them in now that the mother is in prison so i mean it doesn't really oh yeah true it's nothing really curious like curious to together. see if um, Yelena and Kate Bishop are going to team up again. Their chemistry was awesome. They were brilliant. I really yeah. loved them. I thought they were great. To be fair, that was all on Florence together. Pugh, though. She's just so fucking good at that role. Like She oh. just makes, she, she literally can make chemistry with any character <laughs> on screen. She's and she's just, so just 
she's deadly and cute at the same time. Yeah. Like, I love the bit where she's like, it's my first time in New York. And, she's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, like, the bit where she's like, um, are you just saying my name to prove that you you know it? And she's like, yes. Like, I can kill you. Like, yeah. I, I, I like you. We're friendly. But if you fuck me over, I will kill you. Yeah, and even even when they were actually in the fight scene in the building, like she was like, "Oh fuck, that really hurt," and then she was like, "Oh yeah, but my fucking rib kick was good though." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, and I love that fucking. I love Kate Bishop's little. Stop making me like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even the elevator scene was good, where she kept trying to think. She just put her in the same position yeah. every time. Yeah. Oh, it's so but good. I'm I'm curious to see if they will team up because it seems that Yelena. I think the way her character is going to go is I think she's going to be part of the Thunderbolts. And then I think from the Thunderbolts, she's going to join the new Avengers and become the new Black Widow. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. I hope this comes but true. I think before she gets there, she's going to go through the Thunderbolts first because she's working for Val. Mm-hmm. So I think she's going to be on a bad team. And maybe the Thunderbolts will fight the young Avengers. Maybe that's what turns her around is the fact that she fights Kate Bishop and Kate Bishop's like, what are you doing? Don't be in the bad yeah. side. Blah, 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 blah. Speaking but, speaking of the Thunderbolts, is there anyone else that they're trying to recruit? Because they've well, got they've got U.S. agent. That's all I can. Think I will of. be. I, <laughs> <laughs> U.S. agent and Yelena have both been approached by Val. It's hard to say because we've not seen Val in any other project. No. I think Yelena's gonna. I, I don't reckon Yelena's gonna continue though. I reckon now that uh, she, I reckon she's gonna be like a good character. I don't think she's gonna. I, Mm. No, I I think she'll do it because she's doing contract work like that. Um, like that Black Widow was like, hey, maybe yeah. you should like be a trained killer. I think she'll do it because she's paid to, and then she'll be told to do something bad, like take out the Young Avengers, for example. She'll have to do yeah. something that she disagrees with. Yeah, and then she'll be like, actually, maybe I'll follow my sister's footsteps and do what she did and turn mm. good and join the Avengers. I think it will be like a parallel arc to. Black Widows. Only this time we actually get to see it because with Black Widow she was already with Shield. We didn't get yeah. to see a change. That'd be good. So um, I think it would be like that. But I I think that the characters that would most likely be on the Thunderbolts is White Vision. Yeah. As like the Iron about. Man yeah. candidate. Yeah. I think it'd be Abomination for um, Hulk. Uh, Hulk. There's a chance, and this is gonna sound ridiculous. But I reckon you could get Jack as the Hawkeye equivalent on the Thunderbolt. No. Because <laughs> I think he's no. ditzy and I think he's in enough financial debt because he was clearly in like, his family was out of pocket. He's clearly trained. I think you could quite easily have him approached and they'd be like, yeah. we're going to give you a costume and we're going to pay you off. And he'd be like, that oh, would... this sounds great. And then he'll, he'll go on a mission and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Why well, am I, I mean, here? I mean, I, I suppose he was bidding for Ronan's costume. So Exactly. I, I, think, I think odd. he's gonna. Be, I think he'd be. I reckon him and Yelena together would be quite good chemistry on screen. Yeah, I I think there's a. I think you could definitely bring him into the Thunderbolts. I'm not saying they will. It does seem odd when you, you think about it, but it would be funny. And you've you've also got Ghost. Ghost is out there somewhere. We've not oh, really yeah. checked in with her since Ant Man Two. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get her in the Thunderbolts. Who else is out there that they've they've not used? Who would you like to see in the Thunderbolts, Louis? I don't know, I think Abomination, I think another Hulk villain would be good. Um, they might bring that into She-Hulk, they might bring like a an equivalent, I, I guess. I think that's the next time we're going to see Val. I think at the end of She-Hulk, Val's going to turn up, Contessa Valentina, Allegra de Fontaine, 
you really like saying up. that name, I, don't you? I you know what? I was, I was really hoping that her name was going to come up, like, <laughs> in the Hawkeye show. But, oh, like, who I, hired uh... you? Well. <laughs> Here's a story. Do you think King Tessa Tim... Valentino would like a different date? <laughs> who? <laughs> um, do you think Kingpin would have some associations with um, the Thunderbolts? 100%. Thanks, the fact that, <laughs> I, I, I think the fact that like Eleanor hired Yelena, I think Eleanor got those connections through Kingpin. Mm-hmm. I think Kingpin is like clearly quite connected. Um I reckon that Contessa, whatever the Valentine, I reckon there could be some good <laughs> chemistry between her and uh Kingpin. I reckon you could have a, oh, love yeah. to see a bit of chemistry i've said this for years one of the things i like about marvel comics is that all the superheroes know each other but all the villains know each other as well and we haven't really got to look at like a villain community in the mcu the closest we got was the fact that claw and strucker knew each other in like age of ultron and that was it like you don't get the sense that abomination knows kingpin no you can can get it could be I was going to say that Val could be the person who kind of links all these people together, where she introduces these villains and she could be integral to like a villain community in the MCU. It's one thing that the X-Men sort of universe does. I, I say universe, but you know what I mean? Like, obviously same universe, but I think X-Men do very well. It's like all the villains know of each other. Mm-hmm. And they all sort of, it, it, it very much feels yeah. like they all yeah work together. Yeah. It's just, it's like one of those fun things where you hear two villains who are aware of like each other's, it's like um, in the, um, in the Spider-Man PS4 game, Octavius knows Norman Osborn. And it know? makes sense Little that things... would... Exactly, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's fun seeing that stuff where two villains who you've seen separately are aware of each other and know each other and have had business dealings with before. Doctor Who does it, kind of where like the master knows who Davros is they've mm-hmm. only ever met once in that entire show's run but they're aware of who each other are because they do you know they do similar things and i think it'd be fun you don't have to have all the villains team up or cross over but it would be fun when you are introduced to kang and dr doom as the sh- as yeah. the shows and the movies progress if they know each other you know or if you meet another cosmic bad guy god the god butcher is going to turn up in um uh, Thor, yeah. Love and Thunder. Yeah. It would be nice if he's like, oh, you had a deal with Thanos? Yeah, I know Thanos. He's a prick. You know, like stuff mm. like that because they're yeah. space villains and they know each other. It would be nice because that's another way that this world can feel more connected and not like everyone's in their own little bubbles <laughs> is if they know each other. So I'm yeah, curious no, to yeah, see how yeah. that evolves. Anything else to add on this week's episode? Uh, I don't know. I, th- I, think it, I think it was a good show. I like that it was set at Christmas. Yeah, um, it was nice. I, it was nice. Yeah, it's fun to have Christmas Marvel content, and it seems like we're going to be getting Christmas Marvel content next year with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. What? That. Yeah. Yeah, James oh. Gunn announced that it was like with a big Disney investor meeting back in 2020. Are they going to find the, Santa? Um, <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I kind of think what it's going to be because I can't remember what year it came out, but I'm pretty sure it was like in the 70s. I think what it'll be is it's going to be dead matter. I think Chris Pratt's character, Star-Lord, is going to be like, hey, when I was a kid, 
the Star Wars Holiday Special came out and I loved it. And because he won't, oh, he'll be like all um... nostalgic of it because it's like Earth, pop culture, whatever. And he'll yeah. be like, I think we should have our own holiday special. And I think it'll be him trying to do a holiday special because he's out in space and he'll be showing them what Christmas is or whatever. I think it would be something like that. Because uh, um, I, I was saying equally, like it could be about the um, like the different cultures and how their things formed, but like the aliens and the gods that formed it, and like how I, they. I don't think what, it's going to be that in depth. I'd be so good. Is it a film or I, is it like a featurette sort of? I think it, I think it's going to be like a short movie, okay. maybe a series, but I think it's going to be like a short special on oh, Disney nice. Plus, and apparently they are filming that special the same time they're filming Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, and it's, okay. it's coming out next year because they said they, it'll come out the Christmas before Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That comes out 2023, so this okay. holiday special will come out next year. And you know what? If they do Christmas MCU stuff every year on Disney+, Plus, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm happy. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck they even it, did, I did, love... Did. I love superhero stuff at Christmas. Batman Returns, Iron Man 3... <sighs> Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, love yeah. it. Give me more superheroes at Christmas. Uh, so do any of you guys have anything else to uh, to add? Any any final remarks? Uh, my, my, my final comment would be, I really wish the MCU would get better Hulk actors for Broadway shows. I think that's, <laughs> that's all I've really got time for. Make an effort. So, yeah, I guess that's um, that's that's the end of our, uh, our 2021 podcast. What's the next one we're going to do? The day after recording this, Book of Boba Fett comes out. Looking forward to that. Um, so oh. one. In about seven weeks... We're going to cover that on the podcast. I think Morbius comes out between that, so we could do an episode of Morbius uh, in a couple Who, days. Yeah, Doctor Who the Christmas New Year special. Well, Christmas special. It's I, New Year special, yeah. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to that one. That actually looks quite good. Same, same. Um, mm. So we can do an episode on that. And we'll just, we'll just kind of do whatever. Yeah. We'll keep just, keep an we'll eye some stuff. on our Twitter and our Instagram where you will find <laughs> us tweeting and posting about our shows. So, Louis, is there anything you'd like to come back and talk about? I think probably Knight, probably more Hawkeye, right? Because you're a fan. <laughs> but... No, 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 no. I, I want to come back and talk about Mockingbird. Um, that is. Oh yeah, that I really, really want Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Laura Barton. Yeah, I really want to come back and talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Moon, Moon, I'm, I'm excited for Moon Knight. Moon Knight, that would be great. Moon Knight, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, and when really... Flash eventually comes out in Batman. Oh, Flash, yeah. <laughs> Any DC. <laughs> we'll bring you along. Well, Batman, we've got, we've got just around, I think, just over two months before that comes out. That's March I'm, 4th. I, I'm, I'm creaming my panties right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for that movie. Seb, do you want to do your little outro thing? Do I even have an outro, man? Like, I think you should, I think, I think you should put yeah. one to you. I, think, I, I need to try. How about we, we, we could let Louis sign off. Louis, do you want to sign off? Do you want to sign off, Louis? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard uh, to try to say. Thanks. Well, thanks guys for listening to the podcast, and we will see you in the not so distant future. Nice, clean, and crisp. Perfect. That was actually oh. brilliant. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be using that app for the other ones, Louis. I'm sorry. That, was, that, was, that was perfect. Seb, uh, make some fucking notes. <laughs>